Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up and sharing something that we've really enjoyed from the past couple of weeks, whether that's an article, a movie, podcast or book, or even something different. And then we go on to discuss a topic that we feel is really relevant to the things that are going on right now. These are often quite big topics and the sort of things that a lot of people are probably thinking about but aren't actually having the conversations about. So we want to open up that conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on if you enjoy this. It makes a huge difference. So how are you doing? Tell us where in the world you are right now. I'm good. I am in Croatia. We have arrived in Croatia, our final destination. Um, we're in Ravin just at the moment, which I only, well, I mostly knew because of that episode of Amazing Hotels, which I think I actually recommended on the podcast a few months ago. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. That hotel looked phenomenal. Like I have to say, we're not staying at that hotel. We can see it across (laughs) the bay. (laughs) Well, you know. But no, it is it is beautiful here, and it's like there's a lot of Venetian influences, and the city is, yeah, gorgeous, so colourful, and also it's so quiet. I mean, it's not tourist season at all, so that's why it's quiet, and a lot of places are closed. So it's like it's very different than not being loads of restaurants and stuff open. But it is beautiful. Um, but I've been feeling a bit sorry for myself because I injured myself in Munich Aww. last week, hurt my ankle. It was a stupid thing. I missed a step when I was checking out the hotel oh um, no it wasn't even doing something fun no no it wasn't even exciting when I told someone they were like had you had a beer because obviously you know Germany beers it's like not even it was like 11 a.m I was checking out the hotel <laughs> I'm just <laughs> not really even clumsy. an exciting story yeah. <laughs> and then we had a whole weekend in Italy like- and I couldn't do any hikes or anything like nothing that we planned it's like the worst timing I know classic classic me but it's fine it could have been worse it's not broken so um how have you been what have you been up to I feel good thank you my love so this week has mainly consisted of me binging only murders in the building which is what you recommended last week it was I'm so glad you enjoyed it brilliant to a point where I forgot you'd recommended it and I almost recommended it this week mm-hmm. and then it was pointed out to me that it, I only know about it because you recommended it um, <laughs> But it was so good, like the perfect midweek show. You know, you don't want anything too complicated, but you want something entertaining. Really mm. ticked a box. Um, and also, I finally got on the Shit's Creek hype. It's taken yes. me. So like, it took me so long. I didn't enjoy series one. I thought it was a bit like, eh. but I decided to persevere. And do you know what? I'm so pleased I did because it's opened up a whole new world of just general comedy for me, which is brilliant. But most importantly, not a weather update, but similar. Um, My neighbor has a magnolia tree in their garden. And one of my goals in life is to have a magnolia tree because I just think they're most incredible trees. And it has in the past like five days, the tiny little buds appeared. And I noticed them out the window and I've been on like Magnolia watch every day this week. And oh my God, they're fully coming out into bloom. I can't explain the joy it's bringing me. That is so exciting. And we are so close to the clocks changing as well. I know, you know, I'm so excited. It's so worth losing the hour of sleep for it. Um, But it's really started to feel like a little bit warmer and springtime. So yeah, I've got a little spring in my step and life's good. 
Good. I like to hear that. Do you want to share your recommendation? So my recommendation this week is a movie. It's on Netflix and it's Ryan Reynolds's new film. Yes. Um, <laughs> have you watched it? No, but I saw it last night and I knew it was coming and I actually thought I really hope Helly watches this and recommends it so I know it's worth watching. <laughs> I feel like I'm biased because I just love anything that's Ryan Reynolds. So yeah, it, it, it's not going to be a hard, even if you told me it was the worst film you've ever seen, I would watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you love Ryan Reynolds, you need to watch it. Um, it's called The Adam Project and so it has Ryan Reynolds, but it also has Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo in it. Um, and Ryan Reynolds plays a pilot from the future from 2050 and he crash lands in into 2022 um and it puts him back in the timeline of his 12 year old self and they basically team up together and yeah I won't spoil what happens and while it's not the strongest like save the world plot story ever I really liked the characters like it's such a nice I say not nice because also it's got his humor in it and it's absolutely hilarious like imagine a Ryan Reynolds and then a mini me Ryan Reynolds like the shit that they give each other is amazing like we were laughing so so hard at it it's really funny but it's just a really lovely storyline I feel like it's something that's quite different quite different but it is pretty different for him and I think it's a um yeah it's really interesting it's really easy watching enjoyable kind of it's a good weekend movie absolutely okay. will it make me cry uh my golden question will it make me cry no i don't there was a bit at the end that i got a little or well, towards the end that i got a little bit emotional but that might just be because of like my ankle pain and stuff i don't it's not <laughs> actually like a, it's not actually like an emotional or a sad film in any way i think that was just me having a very emotionally charged reaction to a, a whole lot of things that happened last week <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but yeah definitely recommend it's on netflix though. so yeah okay i'll watch it this week i'm very excited um what's your recommendation this week so mine is a person to follow online and so some people will probably be familiar with her um, and her work but it's la 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 let me explain so she is an agony aunt, first and foremost. She um, has an agony aunt column with OK Magazine, but she's kind of like a relationship specialist. She actually, like her background is social care and social work. So it's like professionally trained in these topics. And she speaks a lot about relationships and specifically like romantic relationships. But I do think a lot of what she says is completely applicable to other relationships you have in your life. And the biggest thing that like I found really interesting is she'll talk a lot about things like red flags, which I think we're all quite familiar with, like the concept of a red flag, but also pink flags. And this is not something I'd ever heard of, but they're kind of mm. like the not a deal breaker, but something to keep an eye on type thing. And mm. how like maybe they're the things that you let slide because they are they aren't non-negotiables for you or like a few pink flags might add up add up to a red flag or a pink flag might turn into a red flag and it's just really interesting because she speaks a lot like she's completely anonymous which I also really love like she speaks um and all that sort of thing like you can hear her voice she's done podcasts she's actually just written a book but it's not about her and because she's on like giving the advice and the support she doesn't want it to be about her which I thought was a really interesting take 
when you think now, particularly online, it's all about you and your personality and your niche and what you bring to the table. I found it very refreshing that she has a completely different angle to that. But I think it's, she does speak a lot about like um, abusive relationships, manipulative relationships, like really difficult, big topics. But I think there's something that everyone can take away from her work that will improve your relationship, not only with yourself, but with others as well. Um, and it's a topic I don't think is always discussed, but one that, you know what, actually reading through her content has been really insightful and it's just been really eye-opening I literally started following her last week so that's so funny that you recommended her account really yeah I don't I don't even I think someone shared one of her posts and it was really interesting I can't even remember what it was now but I clicked yes. on it and I was like oh I my think, god I love this I think this is how I found her someone shared something she'd done um and I was like oh interesting and yeah, it definitely feels like a really important like piece of work she's doing. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that'd be helpful for so many people, especially like regardless of whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, I think it's still really beneficial and isn't about saying if you're in a relationship, oh my God, you've got to like throw everything out and start again and break up with them. It's actually like she's very realistic in her approach and that's what I quite like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it's a lot more... <laughs> like more reasonable and more identifiable because it's most of the time it's not that kind of cut and dry black and white that's it breaking up or that's it this relationship isn't serving me like I feel like it conveys a bit more of that confliction that I know a lot of people would experience it with relationships in their life which are potentially challenging and I think she's very good as well as like being quite open about like one person's pink flag for example won't be another person's and you've Mm. got to work out whether it's something you can like get over or move past or actually whether it's going to be a constant problem and how you approach that and I think that's so important in any type of relationship but particularly romantic relationships Mm -hmm. so I've definitely found her content really useful and I totally recommend going giving her a follow like I said she has just written a book which I haven't read but is definitely on the list um, to read my reading list is ridiculously long at this point and I need to like take a week off work just to read at this point um but it is on the list so yeah go give her a follow so this week we want to talk about the fear of going backwards because I feel like it's a fear that we maybe don't put into words that often and it can present itself in a lot of different ways um but I do think it's something that can be really common especially if you're someone who is ambitious and you feel like you constantly need to be looking towards that that next goal that next step making progress the next promotion whatever it is for you Mm. and I think there's a lot of fear surrounding the idea of not progressing and not taking that next step and I think often we don't even realize that that's what it is I know for me especially kind of understanding that fear of not progressing really shows up in a lot of different ways and it can be comparing myself with other people it can be fear of what other people think or even like jealousy of seeing that other people are progressing quicker than I am um so I feel like it's a really important topic for both of us to discuss not just in relation to like work and career but I feel like that is a big aspect of it for sure and I think it's emphasizing that it is really common and Mm. it is normal if you're someone who's ambitious and driven and I think 
when everything happened a couple of years ago, we all kind of had that moment or a lot of us had that moment where we're like, oh my God, suddenly like the brakes have been put on our lives and everything feels like we're going backwards. When actually what it was is a change of pace. And I think now that things are starting to get to a place where a more normal life has resumed, it can be very easy to almost feel like we should be operating how we did a couple of years ago, but that just isn't realistic. And it's definitely something that I know you and I discuss a lot, that fear of like, oh my God, are we doing enough? Are we going to get to where we want to be? How are we going to do that without going backwards? Because it can be really like intimidating and quite overwhelming as well as a feeling. Yeah. And I think especially because of like how we see See, everyone shows their life on social media and it's a highlight reel. And I think because we are now returning to normal, we're seeing all of these people moving at or seemingly online and around us moving at an incredible pace and really making a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. And I think we it's easy to have that black and white kind of idea that, oh, if you're not moving forward really quickly, then you must be moving backward. And you get it in your head that that means you're not progressing and obviously every like progress is not linear like it can it can Mm. fluctuate it can change it can slow down and I mean we've said it on this podcast before but progress is still progress it doesn't matter what speed you're doing it at but I think when you do see everyone around you there is that kind of aspect of of FOMO or yeah I don't know a fear that you've left it too late or you should be doing something because other people your age are I think that plays a really massive role in it the whole thing is driven by comparison isn't it I know Mm. we've spoken about that before but it's when you're seeing particularly online or like people you work with when you're seeing them progress and them going outside their comfort zone or them doing really big exciting projects or making new connections or going after what you want to go after it can feel like it's so frictionless for them and easy and they're going so quickly and it's all coming together and actually you're stuck in the same place and you're not where you want to be and you don't have what you want whereas you're only seeing a small snippet of it whether or not it's online it it could be in real life as well but you're only seeing a small section of it and I would bet a hell of a lot that those people also have had those moments where they feel like they might be going backwards or they're not progressing at the rate that they want to and the fear that them embodies them but I think it's really important to distinguish between being scared of going backwards and just accepting that you're taking things at a different pace and that could be for a number of reasons like constantly going forward at a great pace is not the same as success Mm. Mm mm-hmm yeah that is that is so true I couldn't agree more and equally like you could be really really happy where you are right now and not want to progress like you you don't need to be really unhappy to want change and equally you don't have to be constantly moving forward to be happy that you can be perfectly Mm -hmm. content with where you are right now I think that's really important to say as well you don't always have to be moving forward and so much of it like you said, it's it's perception, isn't it? It's how you perceive yeah. that other people are moving forward in their life or you perceive that they're moving forward. The reality is they're probably looking at other people around. They're probably looking at you as well, thinking, oh, yeah. look at all of the amazing things she's doing, that she's managing her job with her side hustle, with going to the gym, with managing this, with all of these different things. And it is it is all about perception because you don't know what's going on 
underneath half of the time. Mm. And you don't know how long it's taken for that person to get to that place either. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. it's very easy to look at someone who's just got promoted or someone who's just gone and bought that designer piece of clothing or has just booked that holiday, whatever it is, and go, oh, but they're just, it's just like the next logical step for them. You don't know that getting to that place hasn't taken them years. And Mm. I also think so much of the fear is rooted in exactly what you just said the fear of what other people are going to say and how people are judging you because it's going backwards compared to what compared to who like you're never actually going backwards because even if you if you change careers and you start entry level again or you you I don't know you train less at the gym or you have an injury that you have to recover from and so maybe you're not hitting your personal best all the time you're not starting from zero you've not stepped back you've just changed pace and actually what's happened is you now have that wealth of knowledge and experience to keep propelling you forward and it's completely different whereas from an external point of view you could kind of assume that other people would assume about you that you have gone backwards and ultimately you can't control that and I think so much of it is trying to say I'm not actually scared of going backwards as much as I am worried that people are going to think I've stopped trying yeah I think that's a really good point what you're saying like the example of changing your career or changing industry because it it probably does feel like a step backwards I mean I know I I felt like that somewhat when I left publishing because Mm. if you if you're leaving an industry to follow a different direction that might be perceived as a step backwards or you might feel like it's a step backwards because you're starting from square one with a new career. But the thing is, moving forward, like taking a step backwards might actually be necessary or beneficial for the long-term progress and the goals that you have. Yeah. And like you said, yes, I essentially started from square one when I started my own business because I had no idea how to run a business. I hadn't done it before, but I didn't have, I had much more, world business and knowledge and career knowledge than I had when I was 18 or 21 years old like I have so many more Mm -hmm. skills than I had then so Mm -hmm. in my mind and I'm sure in a lot of people's minds when they do something like this or when they make a big change yes it might be a step sideways but it's not a step backwards because you've gained so much more knowledge and information from where you actually were when you were 18 or wherever, wherever it was when you entered the workforce I think so much of how we think other people are going to think of us, though, is down to perception, because you just give that example of you starting your own business. When you started your own business, my first thought was, oh, my God, that's so incredible. It's like the next logical step for her. She's taking a huge leap forward. Like it wasn't just like a step forward. It was this gigantic leap of like, oh, my God, she's going for it. Like the way the rate at which she is progressing is incredible. This is just so exciting. It never even crossed my mind that for you, you might not perceive it like that. And there might be a fear around, oh God, actually, am I taking a step back because it's slightly different or am I going sideways? And that just 100% goes to prove, doesn't it, that it's all about other people's perception. And that's hilarious. When you think, because I just feel like I started my business in a blind panic because it was the middle of the pandemic and I had to come back to the UK because Australia was closing and the job market was horrendous. I couldn't get a job. So I was like, well, I've got to do it because I need to pay my bills. It's just like, but it's so funny, but it's perception. Yeah. 
yeah because even though like we're so close and we talk all the time I still perceived it as oh my god this is obviously what she's doing like maybe it's a bit quicker than she'd wanted but of course it's the next logical step for her and of course she's going to absolutely smash it and when you tell me about the goals that you're achieving I'm like of course she's going forward at 101 miles an hour like this is incredible this has basically turned into me gushing about you um for ages I'm just like trying to keep my head above water but (laughs) But that's the thing isn't it you're there like oh my god oh my god how am I going to make this work and my perception is completely different and I guess that's the thing about kind of when we're scared we're not progressing at the pace that we have decided is right for us in inverted commas we assume it's not it's like it's failure but it isn't it's just different and it just goes to show how like letting Letting the fear of what other people might think impact how you feel about what you're doing is 100% not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. And I think it's a massive, it's really hard to do, but I think it's a massively courageous move to yeah. be able to kind of disregard that fear of what other people think and to make the move that's right for you whether it is a step forward or a step sideways or what people might perceive as a step backwards what whatever it might be mm-hmm. I think having the courage to not allow how you think other people expect you to behave to influence your decision is yeah I think it's and it kind of plays into our conversation about getting out of your comfort zone as well I mean Mm -hmm. you can end up in a catch-22 situation where you have this fear of moving forward into the unknown but also not wanting to be stuck in the same place for months years whatever it might be I mean which one will you regret more not taking the step towards change or like taking the step and even if it doesn't work out you've still got your answer like you've worked out that something's not right for you and yeah I think it, it, it is scary. Anything that's the unknown is scary, but progress is progress. You learn something from it still. And I know we've said that so many times before, but a failure is not a failure if you've learned something. Yeah, like you've got to give stuff a go. And actually, I guess this, there's a question as well around like, are you actually scared of going backwards? Or is it that you feel a bit stagnant? Because I think there's definitely from people I've spoken to before I know that I'm not the only one who when things start to slow down I feel a bit stagnant my instinct is almost like oh my god we've got to start again it's failure like let's just do something drastic which is ridiculous (laughs) like I acknowledge that is a toxic trait but I don't think I think that's probably actually quite common is that feeling of stagnation and boredom to an extent is almost misdirected into a fear that we're going to start going backwards when actually no it's just you've got to find a way to kind of keep things fresh and keep things feeling exciting and challenge yourself it goes back to comfort zones again like challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone and work out how you shake that feeling off yeah I think that's a big part of it though isn't it being able to recognize when it's when it's fear and when it's stagnation because I think it it can be really hard to acknowledge especially I don't know fear almost feels a little bit more acceptable because a lot of people are afraid of change or afraid of doing something different it can be a really big life change it could be a a big move or buying a house or whatever it might be but I think acknowledging if you're in a position where you're feeling a bit stagnant is it's pretty hard to do I think it's Mm -hmm. quite a difficult thing to acknowledge that you're in a position where you're 
you're feeling stagnant but I think it's it I think it's really important to be able to do especially if that is something that's important to you to keep progressing forward at what whatever pace is right for you you don't obviously have to rush into everything at high speed but I think being able to recognize that whether it is in relationships or at work or career or whatever it might be is really important yeah definitely because I think it happens a lot where we think we feel one thing but actually when we like peel the layers back a bit and ask ourselves the tough questions actually what we're feeling is something entirely different and this is a perfect example of that because I think I I wouldn't be surprised I mean I have no evidence this but I wouldn't be surprised if people who feel this fear also are perfectionists um overthinkers <laughs> they have very high ambitions and they set themselves like really high goals and like there is no goal that isn't a stretch goal on their pad at any time um and I don't think any of those things are bad like I think they're all I mean obviously if they get a bit too extreme it's not good but they are all fundamentally like good things within moderation but I think it's almost like if any of those get out of control, that's where the fear of going backwards steps in. It's almost like that feeling of being a bit out of control. It's almost that mindset. Well, it is that mindset that I guess a lot of perfectionists will have that if I don't do this, then I failed. Like there's, there's Mm -hmm. no, there's, there's no kind of in between. I either achieve this thing and I hit this stretch goal or I hit that next, target or I I make this next move if I don't then I've failed and so much of that again is comparison and just how hard you're being on yourself and Mm -hmm. I think again it's normal if you're an ambitious person and if you have big goals but I don't I really don't and I know it's so easy to say and I know neither of us listen to our own advice around a lot of this (laughs) stuff so I don't know why I'm sat here saying it but I think it is so important to recognize that and just be able to acknowledge that maybe it's okay if you don't have that next step figured out before you've even taken the first step. Like, yeah, you don't need to already be figuring out step four before you've even made step one. I mean, having 10 year plans is all well and good, but what about your next couple of months? What about the things that you want to enjoy? What about I don't know your your spare time your hobbies your whatever it is that you enjoy doing I don't want to sit here and be cliche and say there's more to life than whatever but I don't I feel for for me for us at least that we can acknowledge that we want more from life than just to spend the whole time working and not having any hobbies or anything that we enjoy outside of there and I think if you can I don't know sit kind of take a step back and look at what your priorities are as a whole rather than just what your next goal is that's a really helpful kind of starting place to to looking at your fear of going backwards yes I really agree um and I think as soon as you make that start to go okay what am I actually scared of how can I take some control of the situation very quickly you can actually get an idea of what's really going through your head and what you're actually concerned about um and there's some real and there's some real benefit to having quite a flexible and fluid plan like Mm -hmm. I think there's always that tendency to think I've got to have everything mapped out like 
you can't just upload a TikTok. It's got to be the strategy of how you become the world's biggest TikToker or how you can, and all this sort of thing. And you're like, okay, that's great. That's great that you have those ambitions. But there's also joy to be had in just the process of giving something a go. It not being successful, it not being perfect. It not it being something that you do for a couple of weeks and then go, do you know what? I really have no interest in this new hobby, whether it's baking or like rollerblading or whatever. If you do it and you decide it isn't right, it doesn't mean that stopping's going backwards. It's just adding a different thing you've learned into the mix. Um, and I think we all need to get a bit better at differentiating between doing something that go like sends you backwards in terms of your progress. And there is very little that actually does that versus just taking a slightly different path to the one we had originally planned to go down. Also, and this has just occurred to me, but we're sat here talking about very practical, very measurable things here in terms of progress. But what about seeing progress as something that doesn't have to be measurable? Like Mm. if you're, so we're talking about, jobs and goals and everything but what about if you just want to keep moving forward in how you change and improve and evolve as a person like avoiding that like I don't want my personal growth and my personal development to stagnate I don't want my personal development to go backwards and if I don't increase my income or if I don't buy a house or I, I don't know whatever kind of more measurable thing that I see other people around me doing in this next year, which let's face it, that's probably not, it's not going to happen. But what I hope I don't do and what I really want to focus on is still moving forward and developing as who I am in as, yeah. who I am as a person. Yeah. And I think that's like, I hope I never stop evolving and changing and learning and developing as a person. And I think that's also a really underrated way of looking at your progress I mean think about like how you handle a situation now versus how you would have handled it a year ago like oh my god yeah you're so right like progress is there's so many different ways you can have progress but also in that circumstance the fear of going backwards and the fear of not progressing is the exact reason why you will progress because you're aware that you don't want to stop and I think that sort of work is really difficult to do whether it's about learning about others and like other people's experiences that can be really challenging for a lot of reasons or whether it's looking inwards and doing the work on yourself and challenging your own belief systems that in itself is really challenging as well but even if it feels like a real slog it's that exact thing of like how would you deal about how would you deal with something now versus how would you deal with it six months ago 12 months ago two years ago and I don't know I feel like surely that's kind of the best progress to have no mm-hmm. like I yeah that's, I that really facilitates agree. everything else yeah I think so and I think I don't know talking from both of our own personal experiences but I feel like that yeah that does form the foundation of a lot of progress that you can make generally like the way that I see the world and the way that I think about things now is very different from how it was six months or even a year ago or two years ago and yeah they're all formative parts of that kind of that need to keep moving forward and yes it might Mm -hmm. I might not be moving as forward as quickly in a, a career or whatever other things we've been talking about but 
I'm like very happy with where I've moved forward and where I've progressed in working on myself. And I think they're the things that it's harder to see the progress Mm. and it can feel like you're not making the progress. You're going backwards a bit more frequently. Yeah. Especially if it's anything to do with, I think if it's something to do with like your mental health or changing thought patterns, if you're someone who like has quite a problem with like negative self-talk or imposter syndrome or panic attacks, anything like that, then when those things occur it's very easy to think oh my god I've gone backwards I've made no progress all of this has been pointless but actually they're the times when you'll also see the progress because even if it feels like the tiniest step forward ever you will have made progress in how you deal with those situations and they're the sort of things that might just take longer for you to realize in terms of your progress and like you just have to be a bit more compassionate with yourself when you feel like maybe you are going backwards. Yeah. And really you can, you can only use yourself for those markers that you can't compare yourself to mm. anyone else because everyone's mm. experience, especially when it comes to something like mental health is so different. So yeah. to see that you've made any kind of pro- progress, whether it's, whether it's a tiny bit of progress or whether it's huge steps of progress, it's still progress. And I think being able to acknowledge that in yourself whatever kind of progress you've made over the past year six months is is really important to do because it's still still progress it's still moving forward and if you can see a difference in yourself I think that's what's most important especially with something like that it's not what someone else thinks of you or what someone else perceives of you I couldn't agree more so that's it for this week's topic we hope that you have found this useful and it sparked some interesting conversations with other people around you or maybe just conversations you've had with yourself if you have enjoyed it please don't forget to hit subscribe and we will be back next week with a brand new episode stay safe and we will speak to you soon bye, bye.